Ladies and gentlemen, yes, I'm back again to announce the ninth annual King Known Awards. Oh boy, yeah, it's going down too, man. You know where I do categories on some of your favorite artists, some of my favorite artists, and some of their favorite artists. Now, if your favorite artist didn't make the cut, either I ain't listened to it, or that nigga is just ass. Now, the ninth annual King Known Awards, where we have categories such as MVP, Producer of the Year, Song of the Year, Remix of the Year, Collab of the Year, Best Rap Song Collaboration, Album of the Year, Rookie of the Year, Best Debut Album, Best Produced Album, Most Improved Rapper, Comeback Rapper of the Year, Best Underground Album, Best Rap Group, Best Rap Group Album, Best Rap Group Song, Best Club Banger, First of the Year, Beat of the Year, Lyricist of the Year, Lyrical Song of the Year, Most Lyrical Album of the Year, Label of the Year, Mixtape of the Year, Best Mixtape Song, Best Non-Hip-Hop Album, Best Non-Hip-Hop Song, Best Non-Hip-Hop Artist, Best Non-Hip-Hop Collab, and Posse Cut of the Year. And the King Own Award nominations will be on October the 14th, y'all. And then on top of that, the actual King Own Award winners will be announced on Monday, October the 17th, y'all. So Friday, the nominees, Monday, the winners. It's your boy King Known Uncensored, signing out.
thousand, we gon' break you up like What a wonderful feeling when you're still in the million But the billion jackpots with I aim for Get your hands in the air, put them up, keep them high Don't want no problems, just give me what I came for Pull up on your block, eight straight hummers About to have it locked, eight straight summers Bank account roll, eight straight numbers Ain't no room for you whack newcomers We the people's choice because we kick that nasty hardcore shit that you wanna hit Can't fuck with us Hands down, we win best for the rap Hugs for the miss, moms in the mail, still with a kiss. All my bitches pop that thing like this. All my niggas wave that bling on the wrist. Some of the consequences when you're dealing with a plug thug. And I'm backed up by the dupe. We gon' take over the world. What you know about thug? Yeah, buddy. Guess who's back? I know, first of the week. By the time y'all hear this, it'll be Wednesday morning, maybe. Could be. But here's the thing, though, right? We're going to start with some preseason talk. Some interesting things going on in the preseason that I have noticed. And I just wanted to uh, give you some, uh, a few, a little bit of news. But let's start with this Draymond Green and Jordan Poole thing. It's still happening. Allegedly, from the streets, they say that Poole and Draymond have not talked. Even though Green has apologized for his actions, you know, his even his mother has jumped in to defend him. And honestly, you expect your family to stick up for you and everything, but it's none of her business because she wasn't involved in the altercation. You know what I'm saying? But however, when you when a nigga push you. That's like, okay, I'm going to sock this nigga. Just for him not to be guarded up. You know, and I heard also that Poole's family wants him to press charges against Draymond Green. Wow. I don't know. I wouldn't do that <laughs> if that was me. Me and my teammate had a fight. It is what it is. You know, Draymond was talking about yeah, I'm going to take a few days just to clear my head. Nah, man. That's that's a light suspension. It's just like when work tells you to take a break. When they come back, when you come back from that break, they going to fire your ass. Now, in my opinion, I feel like Draymond wants to be a Laker. It's giving I want to be a Laker vibes. He loves LeBron. He's got a, like a close bond with LeBron. They have sleepovers and shit. Butt naked sleepovers and whatnot. <laughs> oh, I'm just playing. I'm not playing. But anyway, um, I mean, Stephen A. Smith seems to think that this dude's going to be a Laker. I mean, they're going to give Jordan Poole an extension. And they're not going to give Draymond Green the $150 million extension that he desires. Now, will he be missed? Sure, in certain areas. But I feel like they can find somebody else that can do what Draymond does. What Draymond does isn't hard to find in the league, in my opinion. And I feel like also that Kaminga... It's going to be that guy. I feel like Jordan Poole's also going to be that guy. I feel like Moses Moody's got some potential. Some Michael Bridges caliber 
potential. So I don't feel like, you know, that the uh that this situation, I think this situation exposed what was maybe going on in Golden State to begin with. I'm pretty sure if you got some nigga with hot breath just yelling at your ass, you wouldn't like that. Understand that Green is an elder statesman of the team. He's the vet. Jordan Poole's the young nigga coming into his own with all-star potential. Trying to make a dent on the game, saying that I'm valuable too. Without me hitting all these shots, you ain't hit a shot, motherfucker. You average a triple single. You average three, three, and three. Fuck is you talking about, nigga? I'm pretty sure that's probably what was said. But off this Draymond shit, the little baby track list has allegedly leaked. And, um... Here's my thoughts on that, right? So we got guest appearances from Nardo Wick, Young Thug, Rilo Rodriguez, ESTG, and Pooh Shiesty. Damn, no R&B motherfuckers on the hooks. Lil Baby just keeping it street. 23 tracks is a lot. You're listening to the sounds of Stockton Productions. I heard a lot of people do not like his new single, Hey. And I don't see right on on here. So right on. Oh, Jeremiah. I forgot. I didn't see Jeremiah right there. And Future. And Friday. From the... That motherfucker. That nigga that sang on God did sound like Giveon. And Giveon sound like a motherfucker with... Goddamn peanut butter stuck to the top of his to, to the roof of his mouth and shit when he sing. But damn, right on didn't make the cut. Wow. I know in the, I saw in a minute is on there. That's dope. That's cool. But I'm anxious to see what these other 22 songs sound like. You know? Definitely looking forward to it. I'm hoping to get that motherfucker on Thursday morning so that I can start eliminating and dissecting the King Known Awards. As you heard in the intro, it's coming. The nominations are October 14th and the winners will be announced Monday, October the 17th. Now what time? Just look out for it, bitch. We coming. Let's move on to the interesting things that I have seen during the preseason. Um, Brooklyn. Ben Simmons looks all right with that team. Long as he doesn't shoot the ball. I think Brooklyn's going to be fine. Uh, the young niggas, you know, like Cam and David and all those guys, they haven't shown any progress. And it seems like when they come into the game, Brooklyn gets their ass kicked. So maybe they're not as ready as I thought they were. It's one thing I could say that I overestimated, but Brooklyn is still a deep-ass team, and I feel like those young guys will find their footing. The New York Knicks look a lot better than I thought they were. 
I still say they miss playoffs. And I'm sticking by what I said. Philadelphia 76ers. Let me tell you something. Tyrese Maxey. This nigga might ascend to superstar status. We may have a big three already in Philly. When I had thought that maybe a Kevin Durant addition could help this team. But I was completely wrong. I wasn't wrong about Maxi because I already knew that this kid had superstar potential coming out of Kentucky. I knew that Philly had a steal. But I didn't think that he was going to jump out that fast. But that dude's been tearing motherfuckers up without Harden and Embiid. Philly's been beating teams without those two. And in the game that I did see with Harden and Embiid, Harden looks great. So Harden maybe can ascend back to top 15 status if he continues to play the way that he's playing. Also notice that the bench additions of Harold and Tucker, they're a very rough bunch. Them motherfuckers is WWE. Rated E for entertainment. Headass motherfuckers. They rough. They're not going to be played with. It's kind of like how the Heat was when they went to the finals. They, they were a team full of bruisers and such. Chicago Bulls. Um, I see some I, I see some interesting things from Chicago. I mean, Andre Drummond has developed a shot. Wow. Very interesting. The Bulls bench look a lot better than I thought. I don't know how Billy Donovan's gonna run that rotation this year. This should be a big year for them. They should jump out on paper. But with the uh East. Improving immensely could spell problems for Chicago. The Cavs, oh my god, Darius Garland and Donovan Mitchell look incredible. And a lot of I, I see a lot of niggas saying that they was wrong about Cleveland. What impressed me was Cleveland's bitch, like Okoro, Dean Wade, uh, Lamar Stevens, um. Mo, uh, uh, Evan Moby's brother looks good. I mean, Cleveland is looking like the team that I thought they were going to be. I think this team is taking is going to take the next step and be a playoff contender. Not a championship, but just playoff. Detroit Pistons. They're getting better with every game. I mean, we suffered a, a major loss in um, Marvin Bagley. He was going to be a key role player. I don't know how severe that injury was, but Marvin Bagley has had injury issues, which it's giving red flags. I'm hoping this isn't serious, and I'm praying for Marvin Bagley the third. But other than that, Jaden Ivy is legit. He's ready to go. I mean, in some cases, he's looking better than Cade. And I knew that he was going to be that aggressive guy. Like, Cade is, is cool. He's laid back. He's smooth. 
He has his moments where he can score. He has his moments where he can play back. And he has gotten better defensively on the perimeter and the interior. So, Cade, I see most improved player between him and Jalen Green. I wouldn't be surprised if one of those two actually won most improved. I mean, we held our own against the Pelicans. We did pretty well against, uh, we did okay against OKC, but they was just too much for us. But I see the progress. It's going to take us a minute. I ain't say we was going to make playoffs. I had said that we was going to be better than what some thought. I think we're going to have a slow start and a strong finish to give that playoff potential. Milwaukee, um, Marjan Bochamp, this dude is legit. He's going to provide a spark and going to have a lot of seats filled in that Milwaukee Bucks arena, man. Atlanta, I told y'all niggas. And I'm going to show y'all niggas that Atlanta is going to be one of the top five teams in the East. At least. I mean, I told you, Trey Young needed somebody to spare him and Murray. And you got Young and Murray both scoring 30 in preseason. Meaning that these dudes are more than ready for the season, in my opinion. Like, seriously. Like, these two motherfuckers are demons. I told you that. These two are all-stars. Nigga, what the fuck you expect? You know what I'm saying? I mean, come on, man. And I told you. John Collins is not going to have to be dependent on to score points. His job is to catch lobs. His job is to catch lobs. We know he's not good on the de- on the defensive end. That's fine. Whatever. That's what you got Capella for. Like, Capella and Collins are going to catch lobs and get open shots. Well, not Capella. Capella's going to get, you know, just the lobs. Collins got a mid-range jumper. Don't play. Hunter's going to be open. The Holiday Brothers are a great addition. Frank Kaminsky, Okungwu's there. I mean, Bogdanovich. Is definitely going to be in the mix for six man of the year. Atlanta's got a pretty decent nine man rotation at least. Charlotte, oh man. LaMelo Ball is going to miss a few games this season due to that ankle that he fucked up in the last game that he played in. And I'm going to say it to you like this. Charlotte Hornets, your season is over. Hate to say it. These guys, like, without LaMelo Ball, they're definitely going old and something. They're not going to win against nobody. Not even the Spurs. Okay? The season is over. (laughs) I had already declared Charlotte a lottery team already. And I feel like LaMelo Ball is going to have great stats this year. He might be an all-star again. Maybe. Miami Heat, 
the role players have been looking more impressive than I thought they they would be. But I have to see this Miami Heat team in the season versus the more improved teams in the East to see if they can hang with them because I'm not sure about them. Jimmy Butler can only get you so far. Like, Bam has to really step up and average 22-11 and 11 if they're going to have a chance to battle the Clevelands, battle the Atlantas, battle... Um, the Nets, the, the Bucks, the Celtics, the Sixers. I just don't see Miami coming out of there. Maybe win a round, depending on opponent. But I don't see them winning a round, maybe. It just depends on who they get. Paolo Benchero looks all right. Porzingis, uh, uh man, I saw him limping out of a fucking game. I'm like, oh shit. Here we go again. This is the white AD. Man, I hope this man can stay healthy. They might have to put... They might have to wrap Perzingis up. Because if Perzingis is not healthy, this Washington team is going to be eliminated early. Denver Nuggets. Man, they look good. Michael Porter Jr. looks good. Jamal Murray is looking like playoff Jamal Murray. Joker is Joker. But the role players in... Braun, Brown, even DeAndre Jordan uh, looks like he's still got a couple of, you know, a, a, a quarter tank of gas. Denver could be very dangerous. They're a scary team. They're pretty deep. They're nine, ten deep. Timberwolves, Anthony Edwards is ready for the season. D'Angelo Russell has struggled, but I'm not going to allow the preseason to, like, determine what his ceiling could be. But he's got plenty of targets. Like, D'Angelo Russell should be top five in assists next year. Easily. He's got too too many weapons. I mean, OKC, without Chet. No. Portland, I watched them a couple of times. Dame looks like he's in tip-top shape. But sometimes Dame doesn't have enough help down the stretch. I mean, I feel like Simons has to step up a little bit more. You know, I know it's different now that Dame is out there and they have to play alongside each other. It was different when Simons was out there by himself because he would go one-on-one and score. And it seems like now Simons is deferring to Dame instead of being like CJ and be like, yo, Dame, play the two real quick. I got this. I think when Simons stops deferring to Dame, I think Portland's going to take this shit to the next level. And Shade and Sharp, I know they played against a Tel Aviv ass team or whatever the case may be and scored all those points, but we've seen flashes of that potential we've seen in those recreational gym films of him. Now, we've seen that he could get up high. He's a lob threat. And he could just shit on your existence. Got a little shot, too. And his game is smooth. It's like the Rosens. You know, he stops and goes a lot. Like, Portland's going to be better than they were last season for sure. Utah, 
Utah's a very interesting collection of guys. That's all I can really say right now. Like, all of those dudes are going to have fun out there. They're not going to win many games, but they're going to be an interesting team to watch because they got a bunch of glue guys over there. Golden State is Golden State. That's all I can tell you. They looking like they don't need Draymond, especially tonight, if you look at that score. Wiseman. Man. Incredible. Like, it's good to have a seven-footer that plays defense, that has the skill set to back you down, hook shot left, hook shot right. Need to work on that right a little bit more. But he's got that mid-range jumper, can stretch it out to the three. That potential is out of control. Soon, I think he's going to take Looney's starting job. L.A. Clippers. John Wall is back. He's back doing the Dougie. He got the handle still. He got the defense still. He got the finishing ability still. Even worked on the jumper a little bit. Clippers are dangerous. Kawhi's out there. He looks right. He looks 100%. Paul George looks energetic. The Clippers are going to be the most dangerous threat next year, especially if they remain healthy, of course. I think the Clippers are going to continue their dominance. The Los Angeles Lakers, they, I, Anthony Davis looks great. He looks like top 10 AD. It's looking top 10 AD to me. But again, the knickknack injuries. This nigga always got something wrong with him. Or always proclaiming that there's something wrong with him. And then he'll go for 35. Like, I think he has built-in excuses for when he does fuck up and fail. But he's not failing. He looks like one of the best players I think if there was a preseason MVP, it would be Davis. I'm not going to hold you. It's between him and Trey Young. He is definitely the key to getting the Lakers to the playoffs because LeBron is going to do LeBron things. He's going to be fine. It's that goddamn AD. Can he stay healthy? And can the other parts mesh with LeBron? I am afraid that these aren't the right players around those three. And then Russ getting the chemistry right with him. I just don't see it. I just don't see playoffs. I'm sorry. Even with a healthy AD, I just don't see it. Phoenix Suns. Yo. Paul Pierce said some poignant shit about the Phoenix Suns. He said that their championship window is closed and their best chances were the last two seasons. I mean, and he's completely correct about that. Chris Paul is not getting no younger. You could put an elbow on Chris Paul and he won't go nowhere. Devin Booker is going to have to average a 30-piece for them to be at least relevant in the playoff picture. Michael Bridges has to step up. 
and average 18, 19 points and be Scottie Pippen. Jay Crowder's not happy. DeAndre Ayton's not happy. Uh, all the smoke in them reiterated to that. Why are they not happy? And that's a good question that I can't answer. I know why Aiton's not happy because Monty Williams cut into him after they lost and said you quit on the team, which was facts. Another And Aiton is another reason why I don't trust him because DeAndre Aiton should be averaging 20 points and 12 rebounds easily next to CP3 and Booker with all the attention that they draw. Aiton should get in the paint, mix it up and get aggressive like he was in the 2021 playoffs. If he could be that version of Aiton, Phoenix could actually do something. They just need their guys to step up and play like superstars. Because if they don't, they will be eliminated in the first round. New Orleans Pelicans, Zion Williamson looks good. I'm just going by teams that I've seen play. And this is the last team before I get the fuck up out of here. Now, the New Orleans Pelicans look great. Zion looks incredible. I think Zion has a bag that we have never seen before. And that bag does not contain McDonald's. like the Pelicans are going to contend and be a top six team in the West. They're that fucking good. And Jose Alvarado's improvement is amazing. I forgot what player he said he met up with to work on his game. Fuck. I forgot. But anyway, this crazy, man. This crazy improvement. Dyson Daniels looks composed and better and like a veteran already y'all Ingram hasn't played yet CJ is CJ so there's nothing to worry about this New Orleans team but that's my show thank you for checking in this is King Known Uncensored NBA preseason talk and I'm out